Welcome everyone to the Oaveh Torah. That you should drop off before in Shabbat. Welcome everyone to the Oaveh Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Pei Bet. We will begin on Pei Aleph Amur Bet at the two dots. Achal Ochlin Shein Urim Lechera. Says the Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that if uh, a person eats foods on Kippur which is not fit for eating, then you are not Chayav. Our Rava is going to come and tell us which foods he believes the Mishnah is talking about. If a guy eats black pepper on Kippur, patur, you're patur. If a guy eats ginger, on Yom Kippur, patur. Raw ginger, not pickled ginger like you have in the sushi place. Raw ginger, patur. Metivi, they ask a question. Haya, Remeir, Omer, Remeir. This is a bright that which can be a question on Rava's explanation. Again, Rava's explaining the Mishnah that's talking about Pilpuli and, and, and Zagbila. Now we have a question. We have a question from this bright. In order to understand this question, you need to look at the side of the page. Pasuk bet on the side of the page for those who have Pesukim. Says the following. You look, are you with us, Zubide? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you see the Pasuk on the side? I don't have it with me, but I'm listening. Okay. When you come to Eretz Israel. And you plant any fruit tree. You should make orla its fruit. For three years, it'll be orla. Don't eat it. So the question is, once the pasuk says the word et pirio, its fruits, so we know we're talking about fruit trees. So why does that say etz machal? And say when you plant a fruit tree, just say when you plant a tree. Why well, it's a fruit tree? Obviously, it's a fruit tree if, it's, if we're talking about not eating the fruits. You understand the question, Zabida? Yeah. Okay. So, if it's obviously, if I can't eat fruit, obviously, it's a fruit tree. So, why does it say it's a fruit tree? Should, we're talking about et shetam et so It's a tree that the wood and the fruit taste similar. Which fruit is this? Must say it's talking about peppercorns. Yes. The Gemara brings us the question ready to talk somewhere else. Right? So that's the only thing that, that you have to do? Uh... No, not that's the only thing. That, that's also. Huh. Says Rashi. Rashi explains. Shepilpil Chaivora, Min Ilanhu. We teach you not that it's the only one, that it's a Min Ilan. You might have thunk that since the peppercorn grows on a low tree, it might be a vegetable and not Chayav in Orla. No, it is. Okay? Also, also teach you that Ezel has everything. You're not going to missing anything in Israel. Everything you have in Israel. So, 
How could Rava say that if you eat pilpal on Yom Kippur, you're not eating a food? We see clearly from this brighter regarding Orla that it is called a food. A pepper is a food. You got the questions to be there? Says the Gemara, Lokasha. Haber Tifta, Habiyabeshta. One is talking about fresh, and one's talking about dried. So if you eat the dried peppercorns, like we have in that pepper mill, if you guys eat those things, that's abnormal and you're patur on Kippur. If you eat the fresh ones, fresh peppercorns, that is normal and you are chayav on Kippur. And we answer the question. Okay. There's something called himluta, which is uh, honey with spices. Right, ginger and honey. And it comes from Hindu, and it's mutar. So you see that eating ginger is called food because it's got ginger in it. Okay? How could Rava say that you're patur on Kippur for eating ginger? You see that ginger's edible because you're making adama on it. Says same thing. Raw ginger is, is food. And dry ginger is no, not food. Okay. Says in Tanur Rabbanan. Achal ale kanim. If a guy eats leaves of reeds on Kippur, patur. It's not a food. Ulave kvanim. If he eats the shoots of grapevines, chayav, then yechayav, because they are edible. The ulave kvanim are edible, and yechayav for eating them on Kippur. Ask the Gemara, what do you mean? How can you say ulave kvanim? That yechayav on grape shoots. What do you mean? It says, These are the great, the, the great things. Amr Yitzchak Megadla calls Shalavo Miroshana Ad Yom Akarim. Anytime you have shoots that sprouted between Roshana and Kippur, then they edible on Kippur. So, in order for them to be Chayav, it has to be fresh within 10 days. Otherwise, it's not fresh. Rafkan is strict. He says, oh, even within 30 days, they're considered edible. So it sounds like a, it's a not like Rafkana. Okay. Now, we have a, we just did that. Shatat Sir or Murius Patur. The guy, the, the Mishnah says that if you drank seer, which is brine, salty water that you, you put herring into, or murias, or fish fat, you patur. Or it says, now, brine is not edible. No, it's salty water. But the Gemara wants to say, you see from here that if a guy drank vinegar, you chayav. Because vinegar is a little more fit, drinkable, than fish fat. So the fact that the Mishnah says tzir, and the Mishnah didn't, it could have said a bigger chidush. It could have told you to drink vinegar, your patur. Obviously, vinegar, you chayav. Mar says, matitin mani. 
Who is the author of our Mishnah who holds the vinegar is chayav? Rebbe, it must be Rebbe. The Tanik is learned in a brighter. Chomet meshivet anavish. Rebbe Omer, Chomet is Rebbe holds that Chomet is makes you calm on Kippur. Oh, now listen to the story. Darish of Gidel bar Menashe me bury Daneresh. Gidel Menashe me bury Daneresh made the following Dinasha. He said, "Ain halacha kerebi." He was on one Yom Kippur. He was giving a class on the laws of Yom Kippur. He mentioned that Rebbe says that Yechayav, when you eat vinegar, when you drink vinegar, Yechayav, because you broke the fast. And he says, we don't all like Rebbe, implying that you can drink vinegar. So the people listened a little too much. Now, Lashana, the next year, Nofki Kule Alma Mazgu Vishatuchala, the whole town went out and diluted some vinegar with water and drank it. Because they heard Rav Gidl tell him last year about, that it was mutad. Okay? Shamar Rav Gidl v'ikbid. Rav Gidl heard about it, he got angry. And he had three problems. Number one, I only said that if you ate it, you're not chayav. But I didn't say l'chadchila, did I ever say you could do l'chadchila? Why did they go drink it? I never told you you could drink it. I told you if you drink it, you're not chayav. It's not the same thing? That's number one. Number two, I only said if you drank a little. Tuva miami if you drank a lot. Right, I didn't say. And now, number three, I told you that, you're, that drinking is if it's pure, you're drinking pure vinegar. Mazug diluted vinegar miami. Did I say? And therefore, he wasn't happy with what happened. Welcome, Yosef. You here? Oh, good morning. Okay. We're starting the, the Mishnah on top of Pebet. Come join us. Harry, you with us? Okay, let's go. Hatinoket en mitanino oto biyoma kipur. If you have a kid, we don't make tinokot, we don't make them fast on Kippur. Kids don't have to fast on Kippur, says the Mishnah. But we train them a year before, or two years before, we train them in order that they should be used to doing mitzvot. There's a mitzvah of that we mechanech the kids. And therefore, one of the things we have to teach them is to fast. And therefore, we have to train them a year or two before. The, the actual mission doesn't say a year or two. The mission says a year and two years. So the Gemara is going to clarify that. Says the Gemara, The Gemara is asking, if you have to teach your kid two years before he has to do it. So why do I have to tell you to do it one year before? Once you start it two years before, of course you have to do it one year before. That's obvious. The answer is that the Mishnah says two years, we're talking about a guy who's a strong kid, and when we talk about one year, we're talking about a kid who's a chole. Amar Avuna. Avuna claims the following. An eight-year-old kid or a nine-year-old kid, we teach him to, to fast for a couple of hours on Kippur. 
Ben Esther, Ben if you have a, a, a 10 or 11 year old kid, he has to finish the whole fast, according to the Chachamim. Okay, that's Rav Huna. What? Ben Shtemesne, once you're 12 years old, Masmim Doraita. Midoraita, he has to finish the fast. We'll figure this out soon. I guess the Doraita is the Chinook one. Bitinokit, this is all, no, no, Bitinokit, and this is all Bitinokit, that's only by a girl, because the girl, 12 years Doraita. Doraita means Doraita because she's already Chayaf at 12. Rav Nachman Amar, Rav Nachman says, Ben Tesha Ben Eser Mechanchim Tol Shaot. If you're 9 or 10, he teach you for hours. Ben Achadis, if you're 11 or 12, Mashmim Bitinokit, you finish with Ravan. Okay? Ben Shosh said, Mashim Doraita Betinok. So Rabbi Nachman's really saying the same thing for a boy and a girl. Rabbi Nachman wanted the same, same thing. One's talking about a boy, one's talking about a girl. Okay? Good. Rabbi Yochan Omer, okay, so Rabbi Hunan and Rabbi Nachman are really saying the same exact thing. They're saying there's two years of. Partial. Partial and two years of. De Rabbanan. De Rabbanan and then De And. If for a girl, it's twelve, and then eleven and ten, and then eight and nine, and for a boy, it's nine and ten and eleven and twelve. Good. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, "Hashlama de Rabbanan Lika." I disagree with you that any child ever needs to finish the fest. The Chachamim never say that anyone has to finish the fest. A 10, 11 year old girl is for hours. Ben Shtemeser and a 12 year old, you finish because she's 12 and she has to do it. So Rabbi Yochanan disagrees that anyone has to finish the fest. Ask the Gemara, how could Rabbi Yochanan say that no one has to finish the fest? Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Hatino Kot Emetanito Biyoma Kippurim, they don't get fast, they don't get fast on Kippur. Amachanim told the Fishanah, you start with the Chinuch a year before, Rushetai Mo, two years before. Pishta Ravuna Ravunachman, I answer, Kuravuna Ravunachman, Fishanah, Fishataim, I answer why it says one year or two years, the Fishanah of the One year, according to the Banan, Ushtaim, the Vetola, and two years is, 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 that they have to fast. Midoraita. Hold on. So they're saying that it's Meaning, they're explaining the two year, when the Mishnah says two years and one year, it's telling you that you have to start fasting the whole fast two years before 
he has to do the whole thing and three years before he has to do the whole thing which means we're telling you when you have to do the Sha'ot okay you have to do the Sha'ot two years before you do the Doraita and three years before you do the Rabbanan so other way around three years before the Doraita two years before the Rabbanan so eight so let's say for a girl that's eight and nine before you do the Rabbanan before you start the fasting the Rabbanan because you have to finish but according to Rabbi Yochanan, says he never have to finish what's one or two years before. Says Igmana, Amalach Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi answer you, Ema Shana Oshataim Semuchu Pirkan. Change the Mishnah. It doesn't say one, two, rather it says one or two, and it's giving you a choice of when you train the kid. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, you only have to do hours either one or two years before. So Rebbe will tell you, if you have a boy, when you're either 11 or 12, you start fasting hours. And that's what the Mishnah says. Add the word O in the Mishnah, and then it fits fine. Tashma, we have a bright there that supports Rebbe Yochanan against Rebbe Nachman. It's done by Rishmuel, it says by Rishmuel, Tinoket, a little kid, Tinokot, we don't give them fasting on Kippur. But we get them ready a year or two beforehand. That makes sense according to Rabbi Yochanan. A year or two, we get it ready. It says a year or two. It's a question. Why did you say one or the other? You have to do it. I thought you said you have to do it. They're both Rabbi Huna and Rabbi Nachman will tell you back. When we say chinuch, it doesn't mean do sha'ot. It means finishing. And they hold, they have to finish the fast. You with me, Binyamin? Yeah. Mara says, Do we call chinuch finishing? What time did we learn? What's called chinuch? The guy usually eats two hours into the day. You wait him an hour and then you feed it to him. That's called sha'ot. That's called chinuch. Bishalosh, if he usually eats the third hour of the day, I mean, feed him on the fourth hour of the day. So you see that chinuch doesn't mean finishing, it means preparing a little bit. There's two types of, of training, two types of chinuch. One is the chinuch of hours, and the other is the chinuch of finishing the whole fast. Okay. New Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah is relevant for pregnant women, if we have any. Ubra Shehiricha. What? Hopefully she won't be very on Kippur, yes. Ubra Shehiricha. If you have a pregnant woman who smelled a food. Now, you need to know, as an introduction, that there is a concept of pregnant women smelling food and needing the food. Could cause a miscarriage. Now, it could not only just a miscarriage, it could cause a danger not just to the fetus, but even to the mother. That's what Rashi says. Okay? Now, what ha- the, the, our mission is going to deal with what happens if a lady smells food on Kippur. She's not allowed to eat, but she smells the food, and her face changes, so we could tell that her life might be in danger, and the baby's life might be in danger by... Not eating it. If her face changes and you don't see her life's in danger, what's the question? 
I'm sorry, what? If you saw that, you've seen that, or that her face changes and you see that her life is in danger, what's the question? So we're teaching you that we feed her. If someone's yeah. life's in danger, and if the other guy in shul is, is what, but his face changes and life is in danger, also you feed him. No? It's obviously, it's less than that, no? Well, I guess it means that we don't need an expert. We can figure it out on our own. We don't need it. You'll see in a second. If a guy's sick, you have to bring experts. If there's no experts, then you feed him on, on their own until he says, I had enough. Okay? So, if it's a regular chole, you try to get experts. No experts, you can feed on your own. If the woman's pregnant and she's smelling it, then we don't need experts. We can figure it out. Now. Says the God, Tanu Rabbanu, went to the Brayta. Ubrashi liach basad kodesh ubasad chazir. If you have a baby that smelled either basar of a korban, which the the mother is not allowed to eat, but she smelled it, or basar chazir, or he smelled pig meat, and the mother wants it, what do we do? So step one is, now if it was Jack Zatuni, you'd say, feed it to him right away. But that's not what we do. First thing we do is, I don't just break the rules. No, there's a rule. Okay? First thing we do is, You stick a stick into the soup of the, of the, of the meat. So you're cooking, let's say, a carbon. So, you, Harry, you take a a, 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 a a fork and you stick it into the soup or into the, 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 the gravy. And you put it on her mouth so she could smell it. Sometimes just smelling it close is enough for her to smell it. Right. Or, or, or let, it, let, it, let it suck on, suck on the, 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 the thing. Okay? On the wood. If that stops her and says, she says she's good, it's fine. If not, we actually feed her the soup. But don't give her the actual isur. The reason why we're doing it better is because soup is tam ki'ikr. You have to say that the flavor of the, of the meat is like the meat. That we're not clear if that's deoraito derabanan, but it's not as strong as eating the actual meat. Im If she she tastes the gravy and she's happy, good. Im nav. If even the gravy is not enough, you can feed her the actual fat of the animal itself. Why? There is nothing that stands in front of pikuach nefesh. Only the three averot. Stand where we go nefesh. Therefore, since we go nefesh, Yom Kippur doesn't stand in the way. We have to break Kippur to save the lady's life. Is this clear, Jack? Yeah. Okay, you gotta take the Uber. You gotta take the Uber. You gotta park the car. You gotta park the car. And davar omed and deductibles. Says the Gemara. How do we know that you're allowed to break the Torah for Avodah Zarah? I'm sorry. How do we know that you're allowed to break, that you have to die and not do Avodah Zarah? 
אם נאמר בכל נפשך, if it says in the Shema, בכל נפשך, which means that you have to do, serve Hashem with all your soul, even if you're going to kill you, למה נאמר בכל מלכה, why to say with all your money, אם נאמר בכל מלכה, says all your money, למה נאמר בכל מלכה, with all your soul, אם יש לך אדם שגופו חביב לממונו, if you have a guy who likes his body more than his money, כך נאמר בכל נפשך, זה עושה בכל נפשך. אם יש לך אדם שמונו חביב לגופו, if you have a guy who likes his money more than his body, זה עושה בכל מאודיך. אוקיי? So it's telling you that you have to love Hashem with, your, with, with, with all your soul. That means that I love Hashem, I'm not doing Avodah Zarah, even though I'm going to lose my, my soul. How do we know that if a guy puts a gun to someone's head and says you have to sleep with a married lady, or a guy puts a gun to someone's head and says that you have to bow down to this idol, how do we know you don't do it? I'm mean, sorry, they have to kill someone. How do we know you don't do it? Now, in order to understand this Brayta, you need to know a couple of Pesukim that are in Devanim. Give me a second. Okay. These Pesukim are talking about What? It's, uh, some, some of it are, but not the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Pasuk, per kav per pasuk kav kimo. When you, I'm going to read it all in English. Ki yeh nara b'tzal manu asal ish matzal ish ba'ir v'shama. If a guy see, if is an uh, engaged girl, married woman, and a guy finds her in the city and sleeps with her. We kill both of them because she... We kill him because he slept with her and her because she didn't cry out. She could, she's in the city. She could have yelled. And uh, she didn't yell. We assume that she was uh, agreeing, agreeing. Now, if in the field he found her and he grabbed her and slept with her, he only dies, not her. She doesn't get killed because just like a man who jumps on his friend and kills him, so is this. Okay? Why? Because he found, he found her in the field. She must have yelled, and nobody saved her. Okay. Says the Gemara. The Pasuk says, just like a guy got up on a friend, so too is sleeping with this lady. We're comparing sleeping with a lady forcefully to killing someone. Right? Why did we learn from Moseh to Naam Rasa? Which means. What is it doing there? Exactly. We already said that she's Patur. Why do you have to throw in that it's the same thing as murder? It's extra words. El ba lamed, lamed. This item is coming to teach and it gets learned from, which means the following. Let me explain to you. Rashi explains like this. Just like if you have an engaged, engaged girl, you could protect her by killing him. Now this you didn't know yet, but if you look at the pasuk, the next pasuk that we read says, 
that if you found her in the field, she's good. Why? Because she probably cried out and no one was saving her. Okay. Implying that if she would call down and someone was there, he could save her. Now, how can he save her? He could say, I'll kill you if you don't get off her. And if the guy doesn't get off, he could shoot. So we see that you're allowed to shoot to save a girl from being killed. Now, without this bazooka, I would never know that. Because, if I'm standing next to my friend, and I say, you know something? I'm going to make you black and blue. Right? Am I allowed to kill him to, to stop from making black and blue? No, of course not. So what's he doing to her? Nothing. Not, not even making her black and blue. He's sleeping with her. Okay, let him get up and finish. No, we see from here that he's allowed to save her. Because it says she yelled and no one saved her. Implying that if she, if she yelled, you can't save her. So now, Rotseach came in to show you this, this idea of murderer. It came, the Pasuk brought it in as if to show you, by the way, uh, uh, we don't, you're going to do to this girl what you would do to the Rotseach. Just like a guy who kills it, this is like Rotseach. So it sounds like Rotseach is what we know, and Naomi says what we don't know. But in fact, it came in and we learned to it. Because we learned to it that just like when I was saying, you're allowed to kill the, kill the guy to save the girl from being abused, so too you're allowed to. It's a circle. So too you're allowed to kill a murderer to save the murderee. But only because it's in the Only because it's in the Pasuk with this one. That's why it says. Baal uh, Mod, it came to teach and it became taught. You got it? And we also learned the other way. Okay. Just like a Roteach, just like a Roteach, a guy has to die and not do it. This is the other side. One is, are we allowed to shoot? The, the intending, the guy who's intending to do it. There's another thing, is what about a guy who is forced to do something, if we put a gun to someone's head and say, and say do Ritzicha, just like that, you're not allowed to do. So too, if a guy put, you put a gun to a guy and say, say, sleep with a married woman, also, so there's two different rules, one's learned from the other. If I had to put it on the board, I'll put it like this. What? Oh, worse. Okay. You have Nara Murasa, and you have Rotzer. You guys can see that, right? Yeah, now you're doing good, yeah. Okay? And you have two rules. One is Yahareg Val Yavor. And the other one is Nitan Lahatsila bin Afsho. Which means this means this is gun to head. And this one means save victim. Okay? Now, Naramurasa, each one was known. So Rotzeach came to teach you, this one we knew, 
And this one we figured. Here, this one we knew, and this one we figured. You got it? That's what we're coming to say over here. That that Rotseach um, came to teach you this. But it ended up, we learned out, we figured out from Rotseach the, the thing that Nitzalan said about Rav Shaw. That was figured out. That's what it means. Okay? Now, says how do we know? We said before over here that it's understood. How do we know that? How is that known? Says Svarahu. It's logical. Somebody came in front of Rabbi and he said, Amrili Mari Derui, the governor of my town said, there was a guy in charge of the town. He was a Jewish guy in charge of a Jewish town. And the governor, which is the Goy, came over to him and said, either you kill uh, Mr. Cohen, or I'll kill you. Amalei Surava said, let him kill you. And don't kill Mr. Cohen. Why? My chazit Who told you when you want to kill this guy? The only reason why you want to kill him is because you think that your right. it's more important that I'm living than he's living. Who told you that, that Hashem wants you to live more than him? Maybe Hashem wants him more than you, and therefore you tell the guy, "I'm sorry, I'm not killing." Okay. Says Gemara, there was a certain pregnant woman who smelled food on Kippur. They came from the Rebbe. They told him, Go whisper to her that it's Kippur. They whispered to her, and she accepted it. And she stopped. She didn't, she didn't eat it. Rebbe said, You see, even before I formed you in the, in the fetus, you already knew Hashem. Jewish people, we know Hashem, even the fetus, when you talk to the fetus, it stops craving. And the kid was Rabbi Yochanan. Pretty decent kid, I think, would you say? Religious. There was a different case of a baby that smelled. They told him, okay, whisper to her, that's Kippur. She didn't accept it. They said about this baby, He's wicked from the womb. And sure enough, what came out of him was a guy called Shabtai Otseperi. He's a guy who was known when he got older. He was a guy who hiked the prices in the, in the marketplace by hoarding the fruits and raising the prices. So you see that inflation is like killing somebody. That's a joke. Guys, excuse me, my boy, but that's him. We'll see you later on today. Is that the shim?